This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays, 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. All right, welcome back. Rob Breckenridge with you. Just a few weeks away from uh, April 6th, the third anniversary uh, of a day that uh, will forever changed the life of our next guest. But, you know, I think forever will be remembered by Canadians. Something that really deeply affected uh, us all. And the tragedy that befell the humble Broncos and the bus crash that uh, tragic day. Uh, Thirteen members of the team survived, including Caleb Dahlgren, who was the team's assistant captain. It's been a long road back. Broken neck, broken back, some pretty severe brain injuries as well. Not to mention just the, the trauma and the grief associated with what happened that day and, and losing so many close friends. Uh, Caleb has uh, written about uh, his experience in a new book. It's called Crossroads, My Story of Tragedy and Resilience as a Humboldt Bronco at WordFest.com. There's an event taking place tomorrow. You can watch online for free. It's called The Way We Bounce, as in Bouncing Back. It features a number of authors, including Caleb Dahlgren, who joins us uh, on the line here this afternoon uh, to talk about this book and um, where things are at with him. Caleb, great to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Thanks so much for having me. I'm absolutely honored, and thank you for the kind introduction. Well, and we appreciate you making some time for us and, and being willing to talk about all of this. It, it's really fascinating to you know, just to, to look at the cover of this book because, you know, the, even the title, Crossroads, is a, a synonym for, for intersection. And, and there you are standing at that intersection. Talk a bit about how that, that picture came together and just what it's like being back at that spot. Yeah. So for me, I wanted an image to speak a thousand words. And I thought that my cover needed that image. And I I went deep, diving deep in my life. And I thought Crossroads is a perfect title because, yes, literally, it is a crossroad that my biggest change or adversity was faced in my life. But there's also a lot of crossroads in our life. And Crossroads is like in a decision point where you can either choose what decision you want to go. And it's, it's kind of a metaphorical idea of where... You have that decision, I can either go the positive road or negative route, and I wanted to go the positive route. That's why I wrote the book, to try to turn something negative into a positive as well. But I also think that like we have lots of those crossroads in our life, though, which apply to work, school, uh, athletics, and so many other relationships, too. And we can choose how we want to respond to it. So mm-hmm. there's a little background with the crossroads idea. But anyways, I wanted the picture to speak a thousand words, and I thought, Uh, go back to intersection and it was an emotional time for sure um doing that because it 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 brings back emotion but doesn't bring back memories and i think that's the difference because i don't remember what happened on that day of april 6th when after we crashed i remember everything right up to the crash so i think it would be different if i did remember everything and remember being on that scene but i don't and so it still is emotional and it's still difficult because i do I want to remember and honor what had happened there. And so it's still a 
hopefully an image where there is some positivity and optimism in it and hope for the future and resilience and even family too because the family I lost there still I think about every day and I love them and I always will. And then there's also with the hope of a better life and the resilience to keep on moving forward too. And so I hope the image kind of encaptures the book and uh, I feel like it really did. Yeah, it, it's quite powerful. And it, you talk about making a difference. And I'll let people know, too, I mean, a portion of the proceeds from this book are going to go to STARS, the Shock Trauma Air Rescue Service. But, you know, it's not just about the proceeds making a positive difference, which it will. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's the message in this book, right? And so it goes back mm-hmm. to whenever this idea came about, whether you were thinking about this, or maybe it was suggested to you, and whether this was something you wanted to do, whether you felt it was something you wanted to go through in, in laying all this out and sharing your story. And that, that was part of that decision, wasn't it? Like, is this going to, to make a difference to people? It was. It was actually one of the hardest decisions I've had to make in my life. And <laughs> if you want to use the term, it was at a crossroads. But for me, it was like, oh, I had so many questions about it. I didn't even think I could do it, too. I was in five courses. I was volunteering with lots of different organizations. I even had my own volunteer organization with Daughters Diabetes. And I was a student athlete at York University. It just, there's so many, so many things going on in my life. That I was like, I don't even like think I need to do this. And, but it really kind of hit me earlier that year, how much of an impact my story did have on people. I had lots of people tell me I should be writing a book and I'd always laugh it off and push it to the side and be like, no, mm-hmm. no, it's good. But, it kind of resonated with me when people literally said, like, no, like, your story really changed my life. Like, I'm a different person because of you. Or someone's like, you're, tonight, your presentation literally saved my life. And that's, like, when it really hits home. It's like, okay, maybe I do have a story that I should be telling people. Maybe it could actually help more people. And so, like you said, with the proceeds being donated to STARS, a portion of them, that was, that's really one of the things I really wanted to do. But I still didn't know if it could really impact people. And so I talked to a couple people about it. And they all said, like, hey, you have a lot more than just a crash. Like, if it was just a crash, and maybe, no, but you have so much before and you have so much after that you went through. And I think your story could really impact people's lives. And it took a while for me to even accept that until I was actually sitting in a lecture one night. And a professor said, if you want to make change in the world, it starts with you. And that just sat, it just sat in my heart and really hit me, too. And I thought, you know what, I do want to make change in this world. And I do want to make this world a better place. Let's do this thing. And so um, the opportunity was actually presented all right at the time. And so I, that was when I accepted the offer uh, to write a book and started in January 2020. And here we are now in 2021 with uh, a book being published. Yeah. And it, I mean, it, it is meant to be inspirational. And, and so much of the story is. And it's interesting, too, when we talk about resiliency and, and everything you've been through. Right. And I think that that's where people draw a lot of inspiration that you've you know, come through this dealing with the grief and dealing with the physical injuries. But you know, at the same time, resilience isn't throwing up a wall. Right. Resilience isn't about just putting on a tough face that. No. You do have to, you know, it's okay not to be okay. It's okay to be affected. It's, it's okay to go through hard times, right? How, how do you define mm-hmm. resiliency? I think resilience is finding the, hmm, I like that. It's a great question. I've never been asked actually how to define resilience. And I think resilience is such a term that it's yeah. hard to define in the first place. But for me and the way that I view it, I say resilience is building a path to get through obstacles in the positive direction, yeah. whether that's um, I, like having to bounce back 
And it might even be like bouncing back from adversity, but like I, I feel like there's a deeper thing than that because bouncing back from adversity doesn't really tell you how it actually works. Where I think like you have to like take the wins, the little wins, and build that path back to conquering a tough situation that's ahead of you. Um, and making the right choices day after day and continuing to find that little positive, that little bit of extra 1% each day to improve and get better and back to yourself. Or you can be quick in, in the moment too and make a quick switch. But yeah, I'd say it's that continual drive to be better and to return back to normal or better. <laughs> it's a tough. It's a tough one. That's a tough question. Thank you for it asking. It is, but that. I think How that's a great way of putting it. <laughs> well, yeah, okay. yeah, it's interesting because I think the idea of of moving forwards, you know, yeah. and and not not being knocked off course by mm-hmm. by hard times, because I think yeah. to some people, you know, I'm not affected by anything. I'm resilient. I don't let anything bother me. I'm, I'm, you know, this tough exterior, right? But. I think resiliency means you are going to be knocked off stride. You are going to have setbacks. You are going to have hard times. You, you are yep. going to have days that, that, you know, you just, you don't feel like getting out of bed or all of that. Right. But mm-hmm. resiliency is, like you said, it's about being able to move forward. It's just about rolling yeah. with, with those punches. So exactly. I, I think that was a really interesting answer to, to the question mm-hmm. because yeah, I, I, I don't know how I would answer it either. And it could mean a yeah. lot of things to a lot of different people. You know, resiliency, mm-hmm. people equate it with, with toughness. And obviously, you need some degree of toughness to get through what you went through. But, you know, it's okay to be affected by these things. It's okay to mourn. It's okay to be upset. I mean, all of these things would, would be a part of that journey. And, and yeah. I think it's important to, to factor that in. Now, in terms of, you know, your physical injuries and, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of the recovery has been quite remarkable. But, you know, the, the broken neck, the broken back. You're still dealing with the brain injuries, but uh, talk a bit about some of the progress you've made in that sense. Yeah, so I was actually able to have my first ice time, like ever, like to get back on the ice, uh, June first, and so accident happened April sixth, and then June first, so a couple months after, I was able to get back wow. and back onto the ice and do what I love. And uh, with all the injuries, like you listed at the start, there they are all healed except my brain injury, and so I've been working extremely hard to try to make it. To the best case possible or the most healed way possible and i think it's going to be a lifelong thing there's not going to be uh it's going to be a lifelong thing i have to deal with kind of like my type 1 diabetes though and i've had uh diabetes since i was four years old and i've had to learn how to handle that i ought to manage it and not let it manage me and that's a term that i bring up in the book but it's so true if anything in life if we let it take over our lives or let it control us then we lose ourselves and within this brain injury and within the recovery process, I need to manage it. I need to do what's best for myself. I need to take care of the little things and then it'll add up to a bigger picture. And so um, for me, the healing process has been really good for physical health, mental health, and emotional health. And this book was part of the emotional health too. Um, this book definitely helped heal some wounds that were open and helped clarify some of my thoughts and beliefs around certain topics um, out there. And so, uh, hopefully the readers can take something away from it. But like you said, this is something really special, and I wanted to be very careful what I did put in there too because I want to respect all the Bronco families and uh, also respect all the people. And I don't ever, like, yeah, I just feel like I feel like this has been a healing process in general, but physically I feel great just having to be able to play contact sports. 
you know, and it, it's a story too about about gratitude, isn't it? Right, and it you know, the people have been there for you your whole life. Uh, you know, the the way just the community rallied after this tragedy, and obviously still having you know the the Broncos family to lean on. I understand there was uh, a virtual reunion with with some of your teammates not too long ago. So it, it's partly about all of those who have been there for you, people you've known all your life, strangers too, right? Yeah, and it really that's. You're right. The book really does have a lot of gratitude in it. And it even opened up my eyes more as I dove back into my past and like my childhood and growing up through that. And I've had so many people in my life who have supported me and have been there for me. And I'm really grateful for that because some people don't have that kind of support. And especially even after the tragedy, there's the whole world literally supported us. It wasn't just a yeah. province or a city. It was the whole world. And that's like, so empowering and motivating but like it kind of hit me really after i got out of the hospital how big this really was and it, it as i reflected on it and i looked back on it i really feel bad for those people who do have tragedies in their life or lose a family like lose like five people in their family from an accident or you hear these things and they don't get nearly any support that we did or maybe a smidger even if you have somebody in the hospital uh, suffering, and one of my, I was in my hospital bed, and there was this lady beside us, and she had minimal visitors, like maybe one visitor every second or third day, and that really hurt me. That absolutely hurt me. Our uh, room had a line of people wanting to come visit us, and this lady had one person come the odd time, and so for me, I've always tried to gain perspective from this and try to find ways I can be better and grow. And now I always try to support people throughout their hard times too. And I think that what is we've seen is that we can get through tough times and we get through it together. And so that's what I wanted to do. And hopefully this book does show thanks to everyone who has supported me in my life. Yeah, well said. Uh, the book is called Crossroads, My Story of Tragedy and Resilience as a Humble Bronco. And uh, we mentioned the event tomorrow night, wordfest.com for more details. It's a free online event, 7 o'clock tomorrow, called The Way We Bounce, as in bouncing back. And that's a big part of your story going forward here, Caleb. All the best with everything, uh, whatever comes next for you. And thanks so much for making some time for us here today. really appreciate it. Amazing. Thanks so much for having me on air. It's been really a pleasure, and uh, I'm really honored to be on. So thank you very much, you guys. All the best, Caleb. Take care. Uh, Caleb Dahlgren, former member of the Humble Broncos, uh, was the team's assistant captain. And, yeah, one of the 13 survivors of that horrific bus crash, April 6, 2018. And like he says, he, he doesn't remember that happening. But, you you know, the, the thing is, you would remember all the other bus trips. You would remember going up and down that highway. And all of that would be really fond memories. But, of course, that, that changes forever when something like this happens. So, yeah, it's a really powerful image. Just you don't often talk about, the, you know, the, the photo on the cover of a book. But, you know, to see him standing there, the long view of him standing at that, that intersection, it's, it's quite impactful. So quite a story and, and quite a life uh, for, for someone still so young. Caleb Dahlgren is his name. That book is called Crossroads. Uh, you want to tune into this uh, event. It's tomorrow night, 7 o'clock. Uh, there's a total of five authors a part of this including Caleb. It's called The Way We Bounce. Uh, free event, 7 o'clock. More details at wordfest.com. All right. We're going to take a quick break here. We are back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.